here's your host, Alex Garrett. Well, welcome inside to, I guess you'd call it, an extended edition of the Sunday Pod, because there's just mainly one thing starting me up today in the morning. First of all, I'm starting to read this book by uh, a cartoonist, a, a, you know, artist slash cartoonist, um, Jessica Abel. And Jessica created this whole book. It's called Out on the Wire, which is in partnership with the Ira Glass and This American Life, and about storytelling. And reading this book, Out on the Wire, has actually uh, been sort of a <clears throat> training tool to, you know, learn how to maybe talk more anecdotally or more in a storytelling way. We're going to work on that. But the next thing that I started to do was listen to an audiobook. You know, the audiobook of Animal Farm on the Apple Books. And uh, it really fired me up because today's Sunday. It is Three Kings Day. And Three Kings Day still brings us back to the birth of Christ. And their journey. Uh, from Orient to find the star in the east. And then they get to the manger. Bearing it myrrh, gold, and frankincense. And in that manger laid a little baby, Jesus Christ. Who, if we turn to for this extended edition of the Sunday Pod for just a moment, if we turn to John 9 of the International New International Version, John writes beautifully, by the way, as he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi. Who said this man or his parents that he was born blind? And this next quote by Jesus is to me a symbol of the disabled community. You may not agree with me, but listen to what Jesus says next. Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened. So that the works of God might be displayed in him. In him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. By his coming, no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And sure enough, after saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, put it on the man's eyes. Told man go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him beg, begging asked, isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, no, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes open? They asked. 
The man that he replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Salome and wash. So I went and washed. And then I could see. Where is this man, they asked him. I don't know. The reading continues that the Pharisees want to investigate the healing. But the man did see in Christ that little baby that the three kings today, we honor today, made the trip to bring gifts for, healed a man's sight. Now, I believe science is working to cure blindness, if I'm not mistaken. But until then, the question becomes, how do we adapt the Bible for those who cannot see? How can, how can they have faith through audio? And when I was listening to a bit of this audiobook, I'm not going to lie, Alex Garrett podcasting, it hit me. Audiobooks are an adaptation. Some people might want to listen to them because they can't stand uh, reading. But ultimately, we should look at these audiobooks as an adaptation for those who cannot see. And the hours recording these books, I can't imagine. But these voiceover people probably do it for the love of audiobooks. Do they not? I'd, I'd love to get some audiobook uh, voiceover artists on here to talk to them about this. Because they are doing a work. And maybe even the work of God by adapting something that the blind cannot see unless through Braille. But they can hear it. And that's exactly what James Earl Jones has done with the Bible. So, Many argue Morgan Freeman is the voice of God. Many argue that his voice could be God. He played God in Bruce Almighty. But I'd also take James Earl Jones any day to give us the Bible. So Topics Media Group partnered up, and I guess they did this years ago, with James Earl Jones, entitled it, James Earl Jones Reads the Bible. The man who made so much off saying, Luke, I am your father, now talks about the father, the Holy Father, for 17 hours and 15 minutes. Do you think a man of faith, do you think a man who wanted to do it just for money would spend that much time? No, I believe James Earl Jones spent 17 hours. And, well, that's the length of it. Imagine the recording of it. Imagine the recording that James Earl Jones did. He adapted the Bible for those who cannot see, maybe those on the go in the car, but let's focus on those who cannot see. Because he's, play, he's doing the work of God by doing this translation through audio book. And so those who do audio books are doing the work of God, are they not? John 9, a man becomes healed, a blind man can see, thanks be to God and Jesus. And I, I want to leave this note on the Sunday. For anyone who wonders if they did something wrong for their kid to become disabled, no. This happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. 
or her. God has us here for a reason. And on January 9th, reading this book and, and listening to a bit of the audio book, I, I'm very, very uh, convinced that that reason just appears to us. I mean, I was literally reading this book by Jessica Abel, and they mentioned the very last thing I read was, it is an ancient storytelling structure, says uh, Ira Glass, This American Life. Really, it's the structure, essentially, of a sermon. You hear a little story from the Bible, and the clergy person tells you what it means. And to me, that was a sign of God, and I'm not a clergy person. That was a sign of the Lord to just go on with this podcast. I appreciate Jeff Murdoch joining me. I really do. But I also... I also truly appreciate, as I'm doing this podcast now, I, I truly appreciate um, James Earl Jones for taking hours to record for 17 hours and 15 minutes the word of the Lord. That is God's work right there. So those in the audiobook industry, I commend you. I don't know how many hours you spend in that studio. I don't even know how much you make. But just know. You're doing an act of God, and this Sunday, the day that, yes, the three kings have traveled so far to that little manger to give those gifts of myrrh, frankincense, and gold, um, thanks be to you for carrying on what that little baby Christ did as an adult healing a blind man's sight. Now, okay, you could say God made uh, Saul blind, and, 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 and he has also done things when those that don't abide, obey, uh, abide by him. But, but at the end of the day, he heals. He healed Saul, who became Paul, through that act. Remember, Paul, when he was Saul, was stoning actual Christians. He was invited. He collected the coats, and then God said, "Wake up!" And He made him blind. Now I don't think it was permanent. I think it was temporary, but that had to happen for him to actually see God. Here, a man, and after being healed by Christ, the blind man was proud to say, "Yes, the man they call Christ healed my sight." And he no longer became a beggar. So when you're listening to this audio book and, and because you don't want to read a sentence and, and maybe it's easier to not read it all, think also that these were this this is not just for you, this is for those who cannot see. And for James Earl Jones, and I'm sure there are tons of other audiobooks out there to continue this work of the story of the blind man being healed by Christ through this audiobook is pretty special. And I don't know, I just felt it on my soul to talk about this today, uh, an extension of it, and it's an adapting podcast. It is an adaptation. It's an adaptation that has been around for years. I know, I'm kind of late to the party with this. However, when you actually delve into it and say, whoa, 
what the bigger meaning of these audiobooks. Yeah, it serves a purpose. So if you're an audiobook voiceover person, I thank you. As I said, I thank you for spending hours in studio recording line after line from great books like Animal Farm and The Great Gatsby and, uh, you know, the classics. I even believe that A Christmas Carol or any Dickens is probably an audiobook also. And, you know, they didn't write little short books. They wrote freaking epics, okay? They wrote novels. They wrote page after page. And you know when you're in radio or any kind of audio recording, it takes more than one take. So I can't imagine the takes of these artists to do this. I, I swear, this week I'm going to get someone on to talk about this because I'm intrigued now. Just talking to you guys, I'm intrigued to figure out who um, and what are the voice, who are the voices behind these audiobooks that you hear. Because they're not all James Earl Jones. They're not all the big names. But they are a very special group dedicated to adapting any great work for, yes, the blind person to see and to hear. And so, if there's any anecdotes you want to share with me on this podcast, I personally, I feel like I work on storytelling. I feel like I just go straight news and, and, and delve into that. But I do want to do a little more creativity on this show. It's here for a reason. And so let's let's be more creative with it. Help me out. Alex at AlexGNYC.com. Alex at AlexGNYC.com. How do we paint the picture each and every show? That's what I'll be working on. And I'll come back to you with an answer. Or maybe I'll just try it out and see how it happens. But yes. James Earl Jones making blind man see through his voice. And that's just special. It's again by Topics Media Group. It's 17 hours and 15 minutes long. That's a lot of time and a lot of energy. And it's great that James Earl Jones did this. I'm Alex Garrett, adapting with Alex Garrett. I might jump on and talk some sports a bit later because today's a crazy week 18, but I had to get this out. And uh, continue with me on this journey. Alex, your podcast. We'll talk to you soon.